Welcome to your daily dose of facts to fight off the liberal gaslighting. You can be in the middle of a hurricane. You have sanctuary in the city of Chicago. Or you can be on a calm day. North is still north. You could be in a thunderstorm. I am angry. We are not going back. Not ever. North is still north. People can yell at you. The hell with the Supreme Court. We will defy them. North is still north. It doesn't change fundamental things. And in this business, right is still right, even if you stand by yourself. We don't get fooled again. No, no. Live across the fruited plain and from sea to shining sea, we are converting the Marxist left one hour at a time on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Well, hello, America, and beyond the fruited plain, welcome to another busy broadcasting week of excellence here at the Wendy Bell Radio Program. We are your home for, you know, conservative, common sense values. This is not complicated. As much as the left tries to tell you everything is going great, you just don't realize it. And that they're so desperate to finish the job that is code for, to finish you off, to bring you to your knees financially, to break you with another freaking lockdown, which I apparently is imminent, to, to launch another variant alert, right? To try to frighten you into submission, force you to stay home again. They think you are so dumb. I personally find that insulting, which is why it is a beautiful thing to have you along here at the Wendy Bell Radio program. Remember, you can follow us. You can follow the live stream Wendy Bell Radio Network app. Also the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. Follow us, share us, give us a five-star review. So enjoy being with you all. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Amen. With liberty and one nation. Did you guys catch it this weekend? Did you see it all over your social media feeds? Whether you use Facebook, whether you're on Twitter, I refuse to call it X, I just think that's stupid. Whether you're on Snapchat, Instagram, TikTok, everywhere, it is undeniable, it is unmistakable, it is now ubiquitous. That means pretty much everywhere, right? For those on the left who don't understand those big words. Oh, that was mean. People are ticked off. They are ticked off and Donald Trump, master of merchandise, master of messaging. Did you guys know his breaking the Internet by going on Twitter for the first time in two years to drop that mugshot? Never surrender election interference, right? 243 million times that has been seen. You cannot pay. For better PR than the uniparty swamp creature sewer folks have afforded uh, the entirety, I should say, of Donald Trump's reelection campaign and those of us who have stood staunchly by him for years now. Everybody knows what this is. Black voters coming out of the woodwork, grabbing their phones. We've got multiple... uh, Audio sound bites today, instances to share with you where people who are just awake aware 
and fed up turn the phone on themselves and say, you don't think we know what is going on? Oh boy, they have got to be freaking out over wherever Joe Biden is is running his apathetic, non-existent re-election campaign apparatus. I don't know who's on it. I don't know how it's working, but it's not doing a whole lot. Meanwhile, Donald Trump cashing in unprecedented demand for Trump mugshot merchandise. Don't ask me. In fact, there's a guy hours after the president and his mugshot was released to the public. Merchandise featuring the now viral image had become a hot selling item for some retailers. In fact, demand for Trump mugshot paraphernalia has been unprecedented. And this is according to a gentleman who owns two Trump superstores in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. His name, Richard Kligman. And he goes, people are going nuts. I've been in retail for more than 40 years. I have never seen anything like this. It truly is unprecedented. People want anything with the Trump mugshot image on it. And we are desperately trying as hard as we can to keep up with demand. The last time I felt this, right, was the run on, on the American flag after 9-11. Do you guys remember that? You could not find an American flag anywhere. That's how it should be always. But sometimes tragic times call for drastic measures. And this gentleman here at this Trump superstore says, oh my goodness. Kligman stores managed to print out a few dozen T-shirts in the first several hours, sold out immediately. It is red hot. The phone hasn't stopped ringing with people asking for mugshot this and mugshot that. We've been waiting for the manufacturer to catch up, but it has been out of control. Hats, flags, beer koozies, shirts, all of it. So how does that translate into dollars and cents for Donald Trump and his brand? Well, how about a major haul of fundraising? And this isn't huge, big donor monetary amounts. This is little people like you and I. Little people, 60% of whom 61% if we're going to be precise, living paycheck to paycheck, who find it completely reasonable, 100% to donate to Donald Trump's reelection. What? How about this? The word is now in that just since Trump's booking on Thursday night of last week, he's already raised $7.1 million dollars since thursday friday alone he raked in 4.18 million dollars making it the most in a day in his campaign so far part of that fueled by people of course buying merch from his website the campaign has also raked in almost 20 million dollars in the past three weeks organic money the campaign said has just skyrocketed don jr also selling mugshot merchandise for his father's legal defense fund can you even believe that i just said those things in the same freaking sentence and the thing that gets me and it's something that can easily be lost 
in all of this madness, in all of the messaging, in the mainstream legacy media falling over themselves to drop on you one propagandized line after another, one lie after another, one unreality check after another. Donald Trump, as president in 2017, had the ability, perfectly within his purview as president, to indict Hillary Clinton, to dig deeper into the Clinton Crime Family Foundation, to pour over all of the documents, who was giving how many millions of dollars to the Clintons. And then why did that money and those contributions fizzle up when Donald Trump beat her? Because 63 million of you rose up and had enough. He declined the opportunity. He said he thought it would be terrible for America that it would be divisive, that it would be destructive, that it would cause a chasm, the likes of which Barack Obama could have only dreamed about in his eight years of carving us apart and trying to tell all of us that we hate each other. Donald Trump had every reason to go after the woman whose campaign wiretapped him, who spied on him, who lied about him, who fabricated phony baloney information and lied before Congress about. And he chose not to because Donald Trump's mission was very basic, making America great. And that meant robust supplies on store shelves that meant whittling away outrageous regulations and restrictions for every new regulation made two had to go away and the number was far greater than that incentivizing made in america bringing back tens of thousands of product manufacturers to the united states it meant giving people opportunity to get jobs, to understand what it was like to earn, to save, to dream, and to succeed. And to do so no matter what your economic background, no matter what your zip code, and no matter what you look like. And the people who did the best under Donald Trump are the people who are doing the worst under Joe Biden. It's just not even a comparison. And now you hear a galvanized voice, a wave that is echoing across our land. And it's people who've never voted for, never voted, and certainly never voted for a Republican before, waking up and saying, I see with great clarity what is going on in this country. And while you all play reindeer games, going after the man who has unwaveringly stood in the crosshairs of your insanity, I have been suffering. And people in my neighborhood have been too. And I'm tapping out. The mugshot heard round the world. Marketing beauty but illustrative of a very weary American electorate who knows darn well it wasn't safe and it wasn't secure. Want to tell you quickly about our friends at BodyByAim360.com and the best way to do that is to talk to patients who've been through the program. Jessica, she says it helped me get my life back. 
results happen so fast within two weeks of following the program. I lost weight. My energy went up. My mood stabilized and my mental clarity came back into focus. I cannot recommend this program enough. Dr. Dubiak and his team are fantastic. Kelly, she echoes that. She says they're amazing. Dr. Dubiak is real and personable. The most I've ever met in a physician. This program works and I'm so thankful I found it. Do it, they say. $79 for the most extensive blood work you'll ever have in your life. When you have those results, you get the process started. Lose the weight, get your life back. Body by aim360.com. Do it today. 412-227-9255 because it works. All right, so when we come back, I've got some audio sound bites I want to play for you because... The gentleman for whom today's show has been named is about to make a cameo appearance. The more they indict, the more we unite. Oh boy, I don't think they were planning on this, friends. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. You know, to say that they messed with the wrong people, you'd think that that would be Trump and conservatives. That's not the case. Because there are disenfranchised people all across this country. And more of us are feeling more that way now with this influx of humanity. Demanding, demanding rights, demanding freebies and the liberals trying to fall over themselves to give it to them. Meanwhile, things in Realville are really bad. And I want you to notice the trend of these videos. We're going to share a couple with you today. And they are breathtaking in their simplicity, in their honesty, in a world of high school musical Joe Biden administration garbage. Isn't it a lovely thing to hear people speak honestly, authentically from the heart? Got two for you here. And this is the gentleman. <laughs> this is the gentleman who drops the truth bomb of all. I love this man. Enjoy. When are you guys going to learn? The more you indict the more we unite. Facts. It's Trump 2024. We don't care. You heard me? We already made our mind up. You already know when the hood got your back. Man, they deep in the hood. Gangsters. Hollering about Trump 2024. You heard me? Woo woo. Wah. Gangsters. The hood got this man back. I'm just trying to tell you. You heard me? And we ain't, we ain't stupid, man. American people, man. We ain't, we ain't all them talking about lockdowns and back when the mask and all that. You know, they got a new virus coming and it's going to be, man, nobody don't care. Ain't fooling nobody no more with none of that. You know, new jack, man, nobody, nobody being fooled no more. We all the way up. You heard me? It's Trump 2024. That's what it's going to be because we ain't having nothing else. Oh my goodness. I could not have said it better. They know everything. Everybody sees what's going on. Except the liberals in my neighborhood who continue to walk around with, you know, that scowl on their face and their hands clenched and the angry liberal fists. I'm like, hey, we've got a country to save. See my American flag? See that sign in my yard that says we back the blue that lights up at night? Yeah, that's how people feel about this country. And if you're not down with that, I'm sorry to say you're about to be replaced. You're in the minority. That guy says it. The more they indict, 
the more we unite. Is this the moment that we've been waiting for, at least in modern times? For people of all backgrounds, this great American tapestry, these threads of culture, of different walks of life, people who look differently, who pray differently, who do everything differently, coming together with one common theme, America first. And you're going after the guy who has dared to stand in the way of literal crazy town. I have a story coming up later. Did you guys know what the latest element of your house they're coming for? For these green climate garbage things? Wait till I tell you this latest part of your house that they want to outlaw from you and take away. It is about making you miserable. It is about making your life so inconvenient making you wait, bankrupting you, making things unaffordable so that you're desperate for the government to get even bigger and to misuse your money and give it to Zelensky to buy a $5 million mansion in Egypt. Yeah, that happened. I've got that too. But I want you to hear this. Gentleman asks a black man, what do you think about this? What do you think about the mugshot? This is a guy who's very popular on social media. Listen to the answer. What's your honest reaction to Trump's mugshot? I think it's really a good thing for the black community because when you look at it, the Democrats really kind of forced the crime community on black people, bringing rappers to the White House, etc. And every time a mugshot come out of those said rappers, the album goes crazy. Now that Trump is no longer a stranger to the culture, he's a part of it, it's going to backfire. It's the worst thing they could have ever done and the best thing that we could have ever gotten. Trump 2024. Now, the thing that is breathtaking about what he says, that Trump is no stranger to the culture now. He's saying that Donald Trump is being treated the way many in the African-American community have been treated. That is a huge indictment of a failed system, a system in which a Democratic Party for generations has used the black community as pawns in its political chess game. And they are tired of no results. They're tired of crappy schools. They're, enti- they're tired of no employment opportunities. They're tired of empty promises. And Donald Trump's mugshot resonates with so many in our country who before might not have been paying attention, but they are awake and they are angry. And that spells trouble for the Uniparty. Do not go anywhere. It is absolute panic time. The race to disqualify Donald Trump. How's it going? We'll let you know next on the Wendy Bell Radio Network. Welcome back to the Wendy Bell Radio program. Delighted, as always, to be with you. You know, I do believe it is total panic time. Think about, think about being a member of the Democratic Party or the Uniparty and knowing that Joe Biden is your candidate. Did you guys see the whiteboard ridiculosity that the White House pushed out over the weekend where Joe Biden is standing before what looks like a BS board, though ours is better, and they flash up things on it to talk about what a great job he's doing? You know, he's just awful. He's not there He's not well, he's not able, he's not competent, and he's not in charge. 
And so I firmly believe with every single day, my feelings about this hypothesis get stronger. That they're trying to cancel the 2024 election entirely. Not just put Joe Biden on a, on a shelf, but make it seem so dangerous, so unhealthy, so unheard of, life-threatening that we've got to do more mail-in ballots than ever before. <laughs> and of course, the reality is, is this new variant that they're going to start chirping about more and more. And Joe Biden apparently now giving millions of dollars to the production of a new vaccine. Hurry up. You better go get that because the other 12 worked so well, right? <laughs> they're panicking. And so you see the laundry list of people, the chosen inner confidants of the circle of suck. And among them is Jamie Raskin. Jamie Raskin, who's still pimping the, you know, the sympathy porn do-rag for the cancer he has. And I'm glad he has recovered from. Jamie, we see that you have hair. There's no need for you to continue to wear the symbol of cancer hiding a bald head. Okay? If you really think it looks good on you, allow me to be the first to tell you you're wrong. Um, but wh what you say is so demonstrably and disgustingly false that you can look in the mirror and not be reviled by your reflection is truly a mystery to me. Because every word you say is total garbage. And when these folks come out on the weekend shows, particularly after they were supposed to be taking a victory lap over the mugshot, the image they have been waiting for and drooling over for seven years. For Jamie Raskin to come out and get on with CNN's Dana Bash over the weekend to say what he's about to say underscores what we discussed last week. Using Section 3 of the 14th Amendment to create the illusion of disqualif disqualification by saying that Trump incited an insurrection, that vocabulary specific to that clause, to preclude anyone, including a former president, for running for re-election. It's so obviously the game plan. And they created all of this with the folks at the Capitol on January 6th, the undercover agents that we know in court documents, in testimony, that there were dozens of them. There is video. It is not negotiable anymore. It's not a, well, it makes me feel like it was a setup, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, right? Jamie Raskin lays it all out. It is the only Hail Mary they have left. That is it. And he went on with Dana Bash over the weekend, desperate to sell you the narrative that Donald Trump should be disqualified because he said at the ellipse on January 6, 2021, now go peacefully. Make your voices known. Go to the Capitol. Peacefully protest. That on the left equals insurrection. Listen. Well, absolutely. And we've been saying all along that Section 3 of the 14th Amendment presents a clear and unequivocal statement that uh, anyone who has sworn an oath of office, and by the way, not just a president, but members of Congress and uh, others who hold federal office, 
um, who engage in insurrection or rebellion, having sworn an oath to uphold the Constitution against enemies foreign and domestic, can never serve again in federal or state office. And this was added after the Civil War as a general constitutional principle. Um, and we have to abide by it. Uh, Donald Trump was was impeached by the House of Representatives for inciting an insurrection against the union. And then 57 of 100 senators determined as uh, a constitutional fact that Donald Trump had incited an insurrection. Um, so I think you've got robust bicameral bipartisan majorities that have already established this as a fact. Good luck with that. Good luck with that, sir. Good luck with that. Bicameral, insurrection, constitutional, impeached. All of these words very specific to the narrative that was hatched well before Donald Trump was ever accused of anything. Well before anything happened because High School Musical has been premeditated, precalculated, and certainly poorly executed. They're banking on you being too unaware or too stupid to know what the hell is going on. Now, logically, if Donald Trump is cleared, mm -hmm. wouldn't they all be guilty? Explain. Because they went after him. Mm -hmm. And if it's proven that he's innocent, all the stuff that's been done and they'll find out in discovery, that means they were all part of the plot against him. Hence why Fulton County, Georgia, is the nucleus of this rotting cell of gross. Yes? You know, J.B. Pritzker, uh, Illinois, if I'm not mistaken, governor, this guy is totally off the, off the charts. <laughs> he is so beyond everything in the world. So the, the two, two parallel lines of communication and storylines that the left is trying to put out over the weekend. Donald Trump bad, Joe Biden just fantastic, right? But look at what he's done. He's such a uniter. He's done so the job creation and all of that. Unfortunately, when you have poor orators who are trying to push this across the finish line, the people in the stands who are paying the price for it aren't falling for it. So here's J.B. Pritzker. He's also on with Dana Bash, and he's going to talk about how great everything is that you really don't know about yet. You're just it's still early on. You, you don't know it yet that this is really a fantastic United States. Go. Do you think he has to acknowledge the reality uh, more that people aren't feeling the economic recovery that he sees and touts when it comes to the data. Well, remember, we've just come out of a terrible global pandemic and the economic consequences of that. It was Joe Biden that led us out of that. And it's true that uh, when people are hurting and then things start improving, it takes a while for people to start to recognize, you know, the actual the reality of the economy doing much, much better. Ah, uh, got it. OK, cool. So what he's saying is you just don't realize how good you've got it because you've got this post once in a lifetime global pandemic fog hanging over you. We're just emerging through the ashes and the smoke of it. And soon enough, people will be able to see with mental clarity how fantastic it all is. Is, right hey jb you're awful you suck okay let's just call a spade a spade because we know who you are you and chris coons and jamie raskin and all the other ne'er-do-wells on the left have a seat because we know what's going on the more you indict the more we unite is all you need to know so well let's see 
But let's let's listen to a single mother of two who decides in her car, darling young lady, decides to turn the camera around on herself and capture a moment of absolute despair. She is scared. She is broke. And she says, I can't do this anymore. Hey, Governor Pritzker, maybe you ought to listen a little bit. Listen to this young lady. Go. It's going to go back to where you can work and support your family without stressing out. Seriously, my bills alone are $3,000 a month. I'm a single mom who receives like $300 a month in child support for two kids. I can't do this anymore. I work every single day. I get maybe a day off. Sometimes if I'm lucky, I'll get two days off. I'm sick of it. I'm so sick of this. I am so sick of this country. I'm so sick of how expensive everything is. Something needs to happen. Where I live, rent is insane. A two bedroom is two grand. I can't go to the grocery store and get a week's worth of groceries without spending $300, $400. Gas alone, almost $4 a gallon. I have to drive all over my town for my job because I clean houses. And I'm so sick of it. Something needs to be done. Something. These prices are insane. It's ridiculous. Like this country, it sucks. It sucks. I'm sick of it. And I'm tired. God, and I'm pissed. And you speak for millions of other people. You know, you got to give it to the left, though. The Uniparty's done a fantastic job uniting us. They want us fighting with each other. They want us thinking that what's going on in our children's schools, which is alarming, should be enough of a distraction so they could continue their destructive policies. But Americans have fight. We have guts. And we're not stupid. And we're tired of being treated that way. But according to Cedric Richmond, who's one of the campaign re-election guys for Joe Biden, he's on with ABC's Martha Raddatz, and she's got a grab. She's like, yo, uh, two-thirds of people basically think that Joe Biden's handling of the economy is a disaster. What do you say about that, sir? How do you respond to those claims? This is the punch in your face that young mom of two who's cleaning homes and doing her best to provide for her children. She told, we cut it out, but she talks about how she got braces for her child and couldn't afford the braces. And so she had to take her child in and have them removed from the child's mouth. How humiliating, how awful. Cedric Richmond says though, no, no, things are really, really good. It's in the messaging. You guys aren't getting the message, go. Do you approve or disapprove of the, of the way Joe Biden is handling the following issues? The economy approved 37 percent, disapproved 61 percent. If people are saying that in polls, they're not happy. So how do you keep getting that message out? Well, we have to keep telling them about what we're doing. But I think that how you ask the question, the question you ask, uh, you're going to give very different answers. Uh, it's about semantics. Ah, uh, see, you're not asking the right questions. Really? 
that's where we've gone now. Don't look at your checking account. Don't look at your credit card balance. Don't look at your credit card report or your credit report. Don't worry about the ability to pay rent. Don't worry that young people, median age of first-time home buyers is now 38. Don't worry that they're stealing generational wealth from my five sons and all of your kids too. It's in the messaging and how you ask the question. Really? I got some staggering statistics over the weekend. Traumatic brain injuries. I was watching some soccer over the weekend with my kids. It's truly amazing. Every single day, more than 600 people in this country are hospitalized with a traumatic brain injury. Some injury of the brain that requires that kind of level of care. In fact, 189 Americans died from traumatic brain injury-related injuries per day just in 2021. Where, where do you go when you suffer a concussion? Where do you go when you get hurt and, and you're knocked out, literally? Not just of the game, but of your life. You go to the Simkovich Concussion Institute because it's the, the best. Dr. Simkovich has helped more than 10,000 people get their lives back with a revolutionary treatment. It doesn't take months, it takes a week. Do you have that time to regain control? Because if you do, call 412-366-3700. 412-366-3700, SimkovichConcussionInstitute.com. When we come back, I wanna read you this story. It is damning. Don't try to tell me that Joe Biden is not complete, that, that his administration, I should say, is not coordinating with the, the DOJ to go after specifically Biden's number one opponent. They impeached Donald Trump the first time because of this, right? Oh, boy. Biden's staffer met with member of Jack Smith's team before Trump's indictment is the headline. What? Wait for it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. They sure make you feel that way, don't they, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back. How about that headlines? Epic Times this morning. Biden staffer met with member of Jack Smith's team before Trump indictment. Wow. Nothing to see here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sure they were just saying hello. Or asking about the weather. Remember that? Because that's what they were trying to say about why Joe Biden was sitting on the couch with Hunter Biden and the WhatsApp message. My dad's sitting right here. And then the word comes out that Joe was on the phone 20 times with Hunter Biden's overseas business guys. You know, the people he never talked to his son about. And then what's the Uniparty's response to that? He was just calling to say hi. See what the weather's like. Hi, what's it like in uh, Kazakhstan today? Because I woke up and I, I gotta know right? What morons? Let's read this briefly because it is damning and they're not going to tell you about it. White House visitor logs show that an aide for special counsel Jack Smith quietly met with the White House counsel's office just weeks before the indictment of President Donald Trump on classified documents charges. Those visitor logs reviewed by the Epic Times show that Jay Bratt, a prosecutor on Mr. Smith's team met with Caroline Saba, 
Deputy Chief of Staff for President Joe Biden's White House Counsel's Office on March 31. Wait, lawyers working together? You know, because they're not supposed to be if you don't have a weaponized Department of Justice? No, 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 that's not what's going on. Does anybody else out there wonder why Joe Biden spends so much of his time away from the White House? Because there aren't mandated visitor logs. Anybody and his brother could go and show up and talk to Joe at Wilmington. They could find him at Rehoboth Beach. They could find him anywhere and talk to him and nobody would be the wiser. Sadly, these visitor logs aren't looking too good for the left. Although the logs provide no details as to the subject of the meeting or what was discussed... I'm going to go with uh, indicting Donald Trump and making sure he's discredited from ever running for re-election again. I'm just going to say that stab in the dark, right? Questions have been raised about why a member of Mr. Smith's team would be meeting with the White House counsel's office while in the midst of an investigation into President Trump, who is President Biden's chief rival in the 2024 presidential race. Wait, so... So Donald Trump, when calling Vladimir Zelensky, who just won the presidency of Ukraine, when Trump and he call and Trump says, hey, congratulations, good luck. You've got some work to do, yo, because there's a lot of shenanigans going on and it would be smart for you to do a little bit of digging. Oh, everybody pants on fire. He was trying to he was trying to encourage somebody to help him investigate his political rival. Impeach him. And so they did. But Joe Biden's White House counsel folks can meet with one of Jack Smith's deputies? (laughs) And we can't know why? Really? And then if you want to know more details, you'll have to file a Freedom of Information Act request. God knows how long that'll take because we need to stonewall. We need to slow walk. We need to run out the clock as long as we can before Joe Biden mysteriously comes down with COVID, gets sick as a dog, as an octogenarian could, and needs to be either 86th permanently or they'll lie to us and say, he's just, oh, boy, we've got bad news to report, folks. Get your booster now. What are you doing, Department of Justice? What are you doing, Biden's counsel? What are you doing? Besides trying to rig an election? Election interference? Isn't that an impeachable offense? Well, we don't have to worry about that, friends, because there's no way on God's green earth Joe Biden is going to be the candidate. They are going to try to just blow up 2024 and say, you know what? Let's just push this can down the road. You know, we're not feeling it. Don't doubt me. It's coming. Do not go anywhere because this next hour is very important. There is a Donald Trump co-defendant who's locked up in the Fulton County Jail right now, a black man. And nobody seems to want to talk about him. Why is he there? And who's he connected to? Oh, boy. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Network next. 